It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary. Maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. You are locked on Rams. Your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going? Happy New Year, everybody. This is Locked On Rams. I'm Trent Rush. Glad you're with us today after this season has finally come to an end. And you know what's weird, though? I feel optimistic. I feel better. As bad as this year was, 4-12, and the Rams just embarrassed on Sunday. 44-6, to you kidding me? That third quarter was an absolute nightmare. But I want to be positive because I think 2017 could be okay for the Rams. A lot of things have to go the right way. No question about that. But I'm not all that worried. I should be, I guess, because the Rams haven't exactly had the greatest track record. But I want to be optimistic. I want to see that these candidates come through and they interview well and the Rams are able to pick the right guy that's going to lead this team because they have a quarterback in Jared Goff that almost got killed in Week 17. Seven sacks. They sacked Jared Goff seven times. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep it together. But it is hard not to get frustrated when your franchise rookie quarterback took seven sacks in a game. We all know that the number one biggest concern that the Rams have to address other than the head coach is their offensive line. There's a lot of things that the Rams need help with. they got to get Jared Goff some targets, but it all starts with the offensive line. The Rams don't get a push on anybody, and in the case of Sunday's game against the Cardinals, they didn't even have resistance as the Cardinal defense just weaved right through them all game long. It was a disgusting display by the offensive line to see Jared Goff take seven sacks in a game. Not good at all. This is good. The interview process begins today, and so far, there's at least eight candidates. I am of the belief that the Rams are going to do the right thing here and not leave any stone unturned. They're going to go through, and they're going to look at everybody. College, pro, coordinators, doesn't matter. Head coaches, whatever you want, the Rams are going to give everybody a chance. They're going to look at everything because they know their closed-mindedness in years past has only hurt them. That's the biggest thing that hurt the Rams this year was the Rams being a closed-minded organization on many things for many years. Started with Jeff Fisher, and then you can go back to being set on, hey, we have to go get the quarterback, which the Rams didn't have to do. There was enough excitement with them coming to L.A. that they could have dealt with a year of Case Keenum. Could you imagine... Let's say the Rams even went 4-12 and and Case Keenum was the starter and the Rams didn't have Jared Goff and now they're going to have a top-five pick. 
feel like the Rams would have been much better off if that were the case. By the way, we're going to be doing this not quite every day during the offseason. We're going to do it on a as-needed basis, which could end up being every day the way this Rams season is going. We're going to go through some of the candidates. We're going to continue to have news here on Locked On Rams as often as possible. The good news for us here at Locked On Rams is that there is Rams news all the time. So whenever there is Rams news, we will have a Locked On Rams that's probably going to be every day, but fair warning, it might not be. Unlike some of the other teams around the NFL, the Rams very, very active this time of year. Of course, we're going to keep track on what's going on with the Chargers. Are they moving to Los Angeles? They have a coaching search of their own, but we're not going to worry too much about that other than that this is the Rams' backyard. They had a chance to make sure that nobody could infringe on their turf. Unfortunately, the way this season has gone, they did not capture LA's hearts enough to keep another team from coming in and trying to steal the spotlight. So, so far, there's as many as eight candidates that are going to begin being interviewed today. I want to go through some of those candidates now because this head coaching decision that the Rams make is going to be what determines their future for the next decade. I'm not kidding. You could have said the same thing with the 49ers and Chip Kelly, and now they have him for one year, and now Chip is gone. What a mess up in San Francisco to bring in a coach and have him one and done. That debilitates you in so many ways. That is a huge setback. The Rams absolutely cannot afford that. Credit, though, to the Niners for knowing when to cut ties. As big of a setback as having to fire Chip Kelly is, the bigger setback was that they hired the wrong guy in the first place. I mean, had they stuck on Chip for two or three years, it would have only gotten worse. You just can't make that higher in the first place. And we got to make sure the Rams don't do something like the Niners just did. And I think the Rams are very aware of that. They know how important this head coaching selection is. Way more important than the number one overall pick. And that is really saying something considering the ki- considering the Rams gave up a King's ransom to get Jared Goff last offseason. And that's part of the reason why I want to see the Rams go offense in this head coaching pick. I just think it makes sense. You have a defense that's fairly set. You can bring in a good defensive coordinator. And you have Aaron Donald, who's the best defensive player in the game today, that can dominate up front in an era where offensive lines just are not that good. You can do that and get by on defense with what you already have. You do want to improve a little bit, but it's the offense that has to improve drastically. And I want to see an offensive-minded guy come in. That's why I I liked the idea of a Kyle Shanahan. That's really why I like Josh McDaniels, one of those kind of guys. And I do think it's important the Rams go with a NFL guy, somebody that's going to be ready to go right away, somebody that you're not worried about having to learn the NFL ranks. The exception would be a guy like Jim Harbaugh, but that's just because he's already done it. But Harbaugh's not coming. And it has been a really long time since John Gruden was the head coach. And of the eight candidates that you're seeing names floating out there, John Gruden is not one of them. I think any of those, if one of those real big-name hires was going to happen, I think it would have already. I I don't think that the Rams would still be coachless if they were going to be bringing in one of those really big-time hires. Or at the very least, like if John Gruden were to interview with the Rams, we would have heard about it by now. 
the Rams didn't win. In fact, they got embarrassed. But the season was already over when Jeff Fisher got fired. And then he had John Fossil, this kind of quirky special teams coach, coming in and trying to inspire the troops, get the team motivated. He couldn't do it. The Rams couldn't win. They didn't even come close in his three-game year. But this is a guy that had really no intentions on becoming a head coach when he got when he was named the interim head coach for the Rams. He was a guy that said, no, I've never really even thought about that. I'm just a special teams guy. Well, now after all this time and, you know, he gets three weeks to kind of run the show and lead the team, all of a sudden he started thinking, hey, maybe it's not so bad being a head coach. It's all right. I kind of like this. This is cool. This is something that you want. This is something that you aspire towards. And he says he's going to be meeting with the Rams brass to decide uh, what his future is going to be. Don't expect Fossil to be a head coach. I'm telling you, not going to happen, at least not anytime soon. And how about this set? I was reading this. I saw Arash Markazi of ESPN.com posted this on Twitter. The Rams scored 89 points this season on offense in 16 games. So 960 minutes of football, the Rams were able to muster up 89 points. There were 101 points scored in last night's Rose Bowl. Think about that for a second. In last night's 60-minute Rose Bowl, there were 101 points scored. In the Rams' 960-minute season, 89. Oof. I'm telling you, that is why the Rams got to get an offensive coach. It's a must. It has to happen. It's got to be an offensive guy. And we're seeing that. I think the Rams know this. Just look at who some of these candidates are. Of course, Kyle Shanahan, offensive guy. I mean, he's a guy that has had so much success in Atlanta and really has made Matt Ryan an elite quarterback. And Matt Ryan, one of those guys that, to me, kind of could have gone either way. But Matt Ryan has become a premier quarterback in the NFL. And maybe a guy like Kyle Shanahan can be what gets Jared Goff to that level. Jared Goff is a long way off from Matt Ryan, but you know what? Matt Ryan today is not what he has always been. Matt Ryan's a lot better now than he was several years ago. you got to at least give some of that credit to Kyle Shanahan. Is he ready to become a head coach? I don't know. Maybe Mike Shanahan, his dad, will be the Rams GM. It sounds like the Shanahan combo, the father-son combo, is kind of the hot ticket in the NFL. Everybody wants a piece of the Shanahan's. I was talking to some 49ers people the other day. They're all excited. They think the Shanahan's are going to San Francisco. It looks like Kyle Shanahan's going to be meeting with four teams this weekend. Looks like it's the Rams, Jaguars, Broncos, and 49ers. And that's according to Ian Rappaport of NFL.com. So if those are the four places that Kyle Shanahan interviews of the six openings, Rams leading that list, I think of those four jobs available The Broncos' job would be the most desirable, but I do think the Rams are right behind him as a pretty good place where you have a chance to build and you have a good young quarterback, a good young running back, a good defense, an offensive line that needs help, and some pieces on the outside that are good receivers. That's what the Rams need. Offensive line, receivers, and a head coach, and the Rams can be a heck of a lot better. Kyle Shanahan could be that guy, and if Mike Shanahan could join him, boy, that could be something really special. Okay, another guy, Josh McDaniels, of course. His name has been all over the place, the Patriots offensive coordinator. I like him, too, because he is an NFL mind. He's an offensive mind, and even as young as he is, he does have head coaching experience. I know it didn't go all that well in Denver, 
but I think the second time around will be better for Josh McDaniels no matter where he ends up. And to me, and, and to me, when I look at Josh McDaniels, I can't give him all the credit for Tom Brady and the Patriots offense. You got to give Brady a little bit of love there. But look at what Jimmy Garoppolo was able to do this year in the time that Brady was out sitting out his deflate gate suspension. Jimmy Garoppolo was fantastic in those games. Jimmy Garoppolo is very good. And that's where you see the work of Josh McDaniels in progressing Garoppolo. That's when Josh McDaniels makes a difference. And I think Josh McDaniels would be a huge help for Jared Goff. I think he'd help a ton. Another guy, Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator for New England, he's an option too. But to me, Getting a defensive guy just doesn't make sense. I know the Rams want to leave no stone unturned, and they want to look at everybody and consider everything. And I guess it's all right that they're interviewing him. Maybe he'll show something, but I do expect the Rams to go the offensive route because that's where they need the most help desperately. Sean McVay, the offensive coordinator in Washington, is a candidate that's out there. He's supposed to be somebody that's going to interview the job, looks like, on January 5th. I mean, the dude's only 30 years old. I think that he's going to be a good young coach at some point. I mean, Kirk Cousins has been a lot better than what a lot of people expected. So, you know, Sean McVay can do that. And I've seen some videos of Sean McVay just in interviews and whatnot. I mean, the dude is an impressive guy. Like, Sean McVay really is an impressive coach. But he's only 30 years old. And I think there is something to the age thing. I think Sean McVay will be a very good coach. I just am not convinced that now is the right time. The Rams need a veteran, especially in this L.A. market. You want young, but you also want a veteran, too. It's being able to find somebody that is a balance of both. Another reason why I like both Josh McDaniels and even Kyle Shanahan in some respects as well. But that's probably why I would give the nod over to McDaniels in that comparison. Harold Goodwin, the Cardinals offensive coordinator, who just put up 44 points on the Rams on Sunday. He's somebody that's going to be considered for the job. Anthony Lynn, Buffalo's offensive coordinator. We saw Buffalo beat the Rams earlier this year. What's up with all these teams that just beat the Rams? I know it's a long list. Coming into interview now for the Rams head coaching job. Pretty interesting there. Steve Wilkes, Carolina's defensive back coach. I know he stepped in for Ron Rivera at times, but again, I don't want to see the Rams go defense. That's where I'm at there. Vance Joseph, again, another defensive guy. He's the Dolphins later, but it looks like Vance Joseph is being thought of as a favorite for the Chargers job. Uh, This also according to Ian Rappaport. So Vance Joseph probably will be a very good head coach. I just don't necessarily see him as the right fit for the L.A. Rams. We'll continue to talk about these candidates and break them down more as we get closer to a decision by the L.A. Rams. Who knows when they're going to make it? I know this week all about interviews and trying to find the right guy and a lot of interviews on the table for the Rams right now. So hopefully they're able to figure something out and have an answer for us at some point. And they can snatch the coach that they want before one of these other other five teams steps up and takes who the Rams want. Rams want to make sure they get their guy. And really outside of Denver, I think the L.A. job probably is the best one right now. 
Again, my name is Trent Rush. I thank you for joining us as always here on Locked On Rams. You can find me at Trent Rush Sports on Twitter. Be sure to check out so many of the other great podcasts here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find them on Twitter at Locked On Network for all kinds of really good stuff. Every NFL team, every NBA team, the Locked On Podcast Network, no doubt, is your place to go. I'm Trent Rush. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.